The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition. Hello, I'm Kimberly King, and welcome to the Mother's Market Podcast, a show dedicated to the truth, beauty, and goodness of the human condition. On today's show, these days there are plenty of plant-based meat alternatives that can help you eat less meat and get more veggies in your diet. But are they all good for you? We'll get to the latest info on these popular no-meat food options. Plus, later, we'll tell you what's going on around town. But first up, Kim Lai Yingling is a food and travel writer, culinary producer, and host. She can be seen on Home and Family on the Hallmark Channel, one of my favorite, KTLA, The Today Show, and as a culinary expert on Cooking Channel's food and uh, fact or fiction. She was featured on Hello Giggles and Ford Motors 2018 New Real Life Influencers list, her work has appeared in Huffington Post, on MSN, AOL Entrepreneur, The Daily Meal, Dirty and 30, and EatenAsian.com. Kim Lai loves sharing her food and travel experiences and uh, writes, produces, and hosts a weekly cooking show called Chomp on This with Kim Lai. She previously wrote, produced, and hosted 23 episodes called Practically Cooking, which were featured on MSN and AOL, along with daily food news content for AOL and the savory we welcome my goodness that's a mouthful you've done a lot congratulations <laughs> <laughs> we welcome you to the mother's market podcast kim Lai. how are you i'm good kim i'm so happy to be here i'm excited yay well first of all why don't you fill I our forgot audience that was all in my bio <laughs> dang i don't know we didn't leave anything out I don't think. <laughs> no you didn't <laughs> you i can't wait to talk to you so tell our audience a little bit about your mission and uh, your vision for for what you do and who you are um, I consider myself a culinary producer because I produce food content. So whether it's writing the content or creating um, videos of food content, uh, eating food, going out, checking um, out new restaurants for different PR companies, it's all based around food. Um, the past couple of years, I've been on this mission to just, I'm starting to care more about what goes into my body. And so from that, educating myself on, you know, what sugar is, what sugar, um, what's added sugar, what fat means, um, and just learning how to eat um, just healthier, Mm -hmm. you know. And so I've been sharing that with a lot of people um, through my writing and through my social posts, as well as the videos I create. Um, Just want to show people that there is, it is not as difficult I know a lot of people struggle with trying to um, get eat healthier, um, and so that's uh, I, I see that continuing on. <laughs> I think I'll be going down that path for quite some time, and I like bringing people along with me. So as I learn, they learn. That's I was just going to say, you're an influencer, and you make a difference, and so doing it the right way, I think that's really kind of mm-hmm. how we, we talk about. And this is, today's show, we're talking about whether Beyond Meat is healthier than beef. And so what are the benefits of eating red meat? Red meat, okay, you know, back in the day, like <laughs> centuries ago, we've been eating meat for so long. Our bodies are meant to be able to digest meat. Um, back, how, how far back was like caveman days? Like, you know, when hunters and gatherers, when there's the people that like are almost naked and they're out hunting and gathering for the people that are in their tribe, cavemen, 
right? So <laughs> back in the day, I mean, that's what they're going for is meat. And red meat has a lot of antioxidants. It has a lot of the vitamins and the minerals and the nutrients that our bodies need to survive. It's also a complete protein, but not all meat is created equal. And because as we evolve as a human species, the cavemen obviously don't exist anymore and they don't have that land available to them to go hunting and gathering. And so now meat is more mass produced, which means it's not necessarily, it's not organic. It, they're not, it's not eating, they're not grass fed. They're being fed more grains. And I mean, we've all seen those videos of the poor cowsies that are like mass produced and they're all scrunched together and their muscles can't move right and they're being grain fed. So, you know, get them in, get them out. Um, and that meat isn't necessarily as healthy for us anymore. And so that I was th- long. <laughs> wow. I feel like I just went cuckoo on a tangent with that one. But see, I was following you. I understand what you're saying. So is Beyond Meat a healthier protein alternative? Okay, there's so much information in regards to um, meats that don't necessarily come from an animal. And beyond meat, I, don't, I, I wouldn't say it's a healthier protein option. It is a good protein option. But it's like, well, what's healthier? I mean, is it healthier than eating an egg, which is a complete protein? Um, beyond meat is actually a complete protein because with all of the incomplete protein ingredients, they all combine together to make a complete protein. But I mean, it's a good alternative if you don't want to eat meat and you want that texture. But is it a better protein? I mean, I guess it just depends on what it's being compared to. Um, Something that's, you know, all natural whole protein compared to, you know, something that's created. So does that make sense? <laughs> like I said, there's so much information. Well, um, oh. so let's go back a step and talk okay. about what is Beyond Meat. So Beyond Meat, um, it's the future of protein. <laughs> um, it replaces um, animal protein with a plant protein. Okay, it's plant-based. So yes, it is plant-based and it's made from soy. It's a soy-based protein. And so when people are being asked to consume more plant-based products, that would be obviously the, the alternative, the beyond meat. So if we're on a plant-based diet, that's... Absolutely. Or you can just consume more plant-based um, soy, legumes. Um, um, <laughs> what is around the earth, <laughs> the carbon footprint, but... Global warming? Thank you. Okay. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, it's easier to grow plants. They don't take up as much space. They don't have as big of a carbon footprint as beef. And, you know, the numbers are projected to be millions, millions, millions of people. And it's just, I feel like people are trying, scientists are trying to get us to go to a plant-based diet Mm -hmm. because we might run out of space for farming. And this is obviously way down the road. So they're starting now with finding different options for us humans um, to be able to get protein in other ways. It doesn't mean you have to give up meat by any means um, because they are doing more grass-fed organic livestock, um, going back to, I feel, the traditional way of the cavemen. <laughs> um, but we are encouraged to eat more plant-based things because of where 
our numbers are projected to go in the future. So it, even if you're just giving up, switching out one meat meal a day, um, say you eat three meals a day and all three have meat. You replace one of those meals with a plant-based diet and you're already helping the environment. You know, so it's not, no one, no one is saying you have to become a vegetarian or a vegan. That's not, that's, I don't take it like that when they're trying to ex say um, that, you know, we're trying to move more to a plant-based diet. It's because we're trying to protect the earth. So you kind of just answered a question, uh, which is do plant-based. <laughs> <laughs> well, my next question, I should say. But uh, do plant-based products mean consumers should eat more meat alternatives? Um, so I know it's a personal question if you're going to be vegan or, or plant-based mm -hmm. or raw or what. But um, does that mean that we should be more aware of meat alternatives? Absolutely. Um, you know, let me tell you something. I went grocery shopping uh, last week, and I had... <laughs> a rotisserie chicken in my basket, and I had um, Beyond Meat hamburger patties. So I'm not trying to become a, a vegetarian. I love meat. I can't see, I mean, if someone wanted to go in with me and buy a cow, I'm all for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to split it up. Um, but the, the, the products that are, the meatless products are, they are so delicious that's what i was gonna ask like, you. the taste does it taste so you had the beyond me patties and it oh my just, gosh so you wouldn't know if i were to do my a blind taste test i wouldn't know no and you know what well okay but the not all plant-based meats are created equal either okay, okay. <laughs> beyond meat is really good and so is the other one their competitor that's very large as well neck and neck and um <laughs> i've had like vietnamese sandwiches called bun mis that are traditionally made with pork and I've had them with a fake meat. I didn't even know. And really? it was, I, was, I couldn't believe it. Not that I'm trying to give up meat, but it was so good. And, or I've had like a, a salad mm -hmm. that instead of hamburger meat, what do you call it? Ground. <laughs> Ground hamburger. It's um, a fake meat. Right. It could and have been you had no idea. Beyond crumbles, beyond meat crumbles. Um, I had, it was so delicious. And so I actually like eating it. I'm not trying to replace anything. I like the the texture and I like the flavor. And I think that it's just, well, I don't think I know. It's getting better and better and better. They're finding more ways to make this as close to meat as possible in regards to texture and smell and even the insides. Um, you know how meat, real meat, you make it rare and right. it, like there's a little bit of that, you know, warm blood from the animal still in there. Right. They are now doing that with oh, the fake meat kind of, products. Oh, so it even looks the same. It looks it's, just like there's blood inside this fake meat. I think it's like turnips or something. I don't turnip juice. But you know, I mean, but. like going back to how many fruits and vegetables we should be, you know, consuming. I guess mm -hmm. we're always uh, deplete in the uh, vegetable department. So, um, you know, for being a plant-based um, beyond meat product, mm -hmm. that's, that's another way to check the box, I suppose. Um, yeah. So, do you are there potential health risks if you eat Beyond Meat products? Okay. See, this is where there's so much information that it's hard. There's no just simple, quick answer because while it does have from all their ingredients, com it's a complete protein, and it is a healthy option. If you eat 10 of them, it no longer becomes a healthy option. So this now is not just about is Beyond Meat healthy for you. 
It is with any kind of food. I mean, if you overeat, everything is in portions. Everything in moderation. Everything in moderation. That sounds better than how I just said it. <laughs> um, so, well, yes, it is a healthy option. If you are craving meat, you're trying to not eat so much meat, and you want meat that's not real meat, yes. In moderation. Everything is in moderation. So, uh, is eating beyond, thank you, if, is welcome. eating beyond meat better than eating a small portion controlled lean piece of meat? So, again, everything in moderation, but now right. we're talking about the uh, portion controlled lean piece of meat. Do you see any difference in that? Well, see, I, okay. A small piece of meat, and here's the thing, it's like, I don't think us as Americans really know what proper portion sizes are, but if you have a grass-fed piece of beef, mm -hmm. it is higher in antioxidants, vitamins, the conjugated lineic acid, which improves our immunity system. No, do I think Beyond Meat, is it healthier? Absolutely not. But again, it's a good option if you're trying not to eat meat. But then there's other proteins that are also good options. But a lot of people, that don't eat meat still want that texture and that smell and that mouthfeel of meat. Of meat, right. I think it's as healthy as they possibly can make it right now. But again, it's getting better and better and better. Mm -hmm. Did That's that answer your question? <laughs> well, I have a thing about people being asked questions and like not actually answering the questions. <laughs> You're doing a good job. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Is it important for consumers to do their research? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Kind of yes. And do you want to know why? <laughs> I do. Tell me. I think that, so, again, there's so much information and so much science. You know, I just went to a, um, a panel with these food scientists and CEO of other not Beyond Meat companies, and um, I was very interested in everything they had to say because one, they were educated, they had the, um, the experience to back everything up. But if you listen to the news and you see things on the internet and you're just trying to get some information really quick, you're gonna get little tidbits. So you're not gonna get the whole complete, the complete thought, you know, maybe you're just gonna get a little tidbit. So it's not gonna be correct information because you're trying to get information so quickly. I know, it can be hard to figure out who is reliable to listen to or right. to hear. But you know what? Go to some of these, like go to Beyond Meat. Go to their website. I mean, take a little bit of time. I mean, your body is a temple. You should care about what goes inside your body, right? Because you only have one. And it's like, hello, this is, what do you, well, I don't know, what do you call those Egyptians like that, like, that are all gold and pretty? I so just went off on something else. Okay, anyways, <laughs> your body is a temple, and you should care about what goes inside of it. Um, but go to Beyond Meat and check out, like, who are some of the scientists that are putting these foods together? And then Google these scientists and find out. You know, they have years of experience and education. And, yes, it's, okay, it's very important to do your research. To do your research. And as you say, that? it keeps getting better and better. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, yes. Last, last uh, question for you. The fast food chains are jumping on the bandwagon with um, the Beyond Meat types. Oh. of. What do you think about that? More and more of these fast food chains offering different meat options. Is it healthier? And what do you think? Okay, you know how I said that when we were talking about red meat, that not all meat is created equal mm -hmm. anymore? Okay, that is the same thing because... Some of these restaurant chains are not using Beyond Meat. They're using some other kind of fake meat. And it is, oh, it, some of it is not very good. So that's why it's important to like, if you do like Beyond Meat, make sure it is 
um, oh wait, should I not mention a food chain? So say like Kim Lai's drive-in serving <laughs> Beyond Meat burgers. Obviously, you know it's Beyond Meat, and you know the flavor profile that you're going to get. But again, like with everything in moderation, you can take a Kim Lai burger that is a regular red meat burger loaded with the ketchup and the Thousand Island and the mayonnaise and all the other stuff that makes it not a healthy burger anymore. And you could do the same thing to a Beyond Meat burger: the bun and the mayonnaise and the ketchup and all of those things have sugar. Right. So, so it's it what now you becomes on not healthy. <laughs> and people don't Sheesh. look at that's part of the research, right? That Ex you have to realize what it is if exactly. it's just the beyond beef burger or beyond meat burger that yes. you don't load it up with all of the right. sauces that come along with that but it, again like i love the flavor the taste of it so i'm down to be like i will just make a patty and just eat the product it's so <laughs> delicious so on its own i cannot believe how good these things taste i'm gonna have to go run out and <laughs> test it well this is great information right now we have to take a quick break but we will be right back more with kim lie in just a moment looking for healthier snack options mother's market sources organic and non-gmo small batch high quality great tasting nuts dried fruits snacks and candy the goal to provide you the highest in quality snacks while also offering high nutritional value fan favorites include non-gmo peanut butter pretzel bites organic dried mango slices and organic dark chocolate peanut clusters stop into your local mother's market today to explore all the varieties and pick some up to try for yourself Let's talk menstruation, perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause. These shouldn't be taboo topics. They're the normal life phases we move through as women. And Solaray delivers support every step of the way with her life stages. The first of its kind, comprehensive new supplement line offers doctor formulated solutions at each stage with clinically backed ingredients you can count on. Own the stage. Buy Solaray at Mother's Market today. Welcome back to the Mother's Market Podcast, and we want to remind you that if you missed any portion of today's show, you can find us on iTunes by searching Mother's Market, or download the show from our website, mothersmarket.com. Click the link for podcast and listen to past shows, plus download our healthy recipes and money savings coupons, all available at mothersmarket.com. And now back to our interview with a food expert and culinary producer, Kim Lai Yingling, and we're talking, hi, hi. <laughs> we're talking about whether uh, plant-based meat, is it better than beef? And really, what what is plant-based meat made from? Okay, there is a long list of ingredients that plant-based burgers are made from in order to make sure that they do contain the nutrients, the vitamins, and the minerals. Um, I mentioned earlier that our bodies need complete proteins like, uh, and red meat is a, is a complete protein. And so, uh, let me see, an example like um, rice and beans. Right. Those are two incomplete proteins that are put together and actually make one complete protein. So it's a good mix. If you're not gonna eat one solid thing that ha is a complete protein, you're going to, this all, this, will all, this all ties in, by the way, with what I'm getting ready to say. <laughs> um, you, you wanna, if you don't have one complete protein, you wanna take some, a few things that are incomplete, which will then make them a complete protein. And that is what happens with the, what did we call them? Not fake meat, what did we call them? Plant-based. Plant-based, plant -based. God, that sounds so much better than fake faux meat. Right. Um, the plant-based burgers is they're taking a lot of which, I mean, you have to, obviously, because 
they're making plant-based burgers. So you're taking a lot of incomplete proteins, putting them all together, and it makes a complete protein. So that's the plant-based burgers. Well, because they are a complete protein, they do give us the vitamins and the minerals and the nutrients um, that our bodies do need and our bodies require. But some of the things, you guys, I'm just going to like run throughs. We're not, we're not going to talk about these individually because that is like a different topic. <laughs> but like um, plant-based burgers, there's pea protein, there's canola oil, coconut oil, um, bamboo, there's potato starches, there's yeast extracts, uh, vegetable glycerin, dried yeast, gum, Arabic, citrus extracts, and the list goes on. In plant-based? In plant-based burgers. Okay. Um, when you have um, grass-fed organic beef, it's beef. So let me ask <laughs> you this. Do consumers need to worry about pesticides on plant-based burger products? Like they do, like we worry about that on regular beef? I don't think you need to worry about it as much. And to be honest with you, I am not sure... Because a lot of the things are organic, the ingredients that are in the plant-based, they try to make it obviously as healthy as possible. You're definitely not, you can't compare to like the meat that is being mass produced. Um, so I'm gonna say my own opinion that no, I don't think we need to worry about that in when it comes to plant-based products. You definitely need to worry about that when it comes to meat products. But I think that's why now there is such a push for the grass-fed, um, organic, you know, like I've got my cow in my backyard. I know what's going in his mouth. So is, are, are plant-based meats or organic? Some are. Okay. Yeah, that's I mean, some are. I, I, I think just like with, you know, fruits and vegetables, some are organic and some are not organic. So I guess... And it the, depends on the brand right. as well. Um. That's a good one to look up. <laughs> and I, I think that you just think naturally it's, you know, healthier, it's plant-based, that you would just naturally think that they are that organic. organic. But you know what? Maybe they are not organic, all of them. <laughs> what about, is, uh, are plant-based meats just a trend? No. I definitely don't think stay. it's a trend. You know, these guys, all the different companies, um, they've been around for, I mean, I know it is still new, but they have been around for a bit. And as they continue, as the science continues to get better and better, the meat tastes better and better, the ingredients that they're using is better and better. It's a lot of betters. Mm -hmm. um, it's not a trend because, again, we're trying to find options to protect our earth and protect the animals. And so we have to have other options. I, I do not think it's a trend. I think it's going to be around for a long time and plant-based in general, any, whether it's meat or other types of, who knows what they're gonna come up with in five years from now, you know? Right. It's kind of an exciting thing, I feel. I mean, the fact that we're trying to find options that protect our animals, protect our earth, protect us as a human society, it's great. Yeah. So I welcome yeah. it. If you don't like it, don't like it, but taste it. You might like it, you know? Right, right. Anything. Plus I think it makes it, us healthier. Right. It does encourage us to, you know, plant-based meals do, make you feel better they do it, it is healthier okay i love that answer thanks um, <laughs> did i answer that <laughs> you did <laughs> what about do uh, does plant-based meat affect climate change ah well let's wrap this right back around to an earlier <laughs> question mm -hmm. um absolutely because you know <laughs> animals mm -hmm. 
gas is emitted from their mouth and their behinds. And that goes out into the atmosphere. And that is what, that's one part. I mean, obviously our cars and there's a lot of other things that affect climate change, but the animals, that is one thing that does affect climate change as well. I don't know the percentages, but it's there. <laughs> um, with plants, and because there's so many new ways to grow plants, you can grow them in containers that are the size of 100 acres, you know, of farming. Um, they are not emitting the gas that is affecting our climate. You know, you have that circle and like, boom, there's a bubble, like a pinhole that's making the, <laughs> creating holes. <laughs> um, plants don't, are not doing that. <laughs> they have their own pizzazz, uh, I guess. If this were a visual podcast, it would it would be better because then you could visually see you what see I am your hands doing right now. <laughs> oh, you're funny. Do you need to eat uh, red uh, red meat to get zinc and iron, or can you get that from a plant based meat? Well, you can get it from plant based meat, absolutely, and you can get it from more plant based products. You know, not necessarily um, meat. Um, yes. Um, you can get zinc and your magnesium and all your vitamins and minerals from complete proteins. You know, eggs, legumes, soy, uh, soy products, which the plant-based meats, a lot of them are based from soy products. Um, da your dairy products. So, yes, there are other ways to get what your body needs on other items than just meat. Fantastic. Yes. So... Another question for you. Humans have been eating meat for centuries, and they've sustained, you know, pretty healthy lifestyles. But why all of a sudden does it seem like red meat is considered possibly not good for you? Because of the mass production, because of the pesticides used, because the beef are being fed, grain-fed diets. Um, it's like, you know, you're getting them in and getting them out because the demand for meat is high. And so you're not necessarily, remember back in the caveman days, you know, the cows, the cattle, they were allowed to just graze and they were eating grass and they were, you know, getting their muscles worked out. They were getting exercise. Um, and now you see animals that are in very tight quarters. Um, it's, it's dirty. It's not a safe environment for them. A lot of bacteria and a lot of, gosh, what are, like there's a word for all of bad stuff. <laughs> so there's a lot of germs and bacteria and things that are created when you're keeping an animal in such a confined space. You know, they're walking around in their own poop and their pee and um, eating not good foods. And now we're eating this. Right. Because whatever happens to them gets transferred exactly. to us. And yeah. so, of course, you know, red meat, if you're like that, is not good for you, you know. Um, but again, that's why I feel people are moving more towards, and it is more expensive because it's not as mass produced, but the grass-fed diets, no, the grass-fed cows that are on a diet. <laughs> Get it? Just kidding, just <laughs> yeah. kidding. So, so the cows that are being allowed to just graze um, and are home farmed. I just, did I just make that term up? Like home farmed. Oh, that's <laughs> organic, maybe. Organic, home farmed, yeah. Um, People are moving more towards that. It's taking meat back to how it used to be back in the day, you know, of cavemen. I don't know why I keep referring to cavemen, but that just seems like the most authentic <laughs> way to hunt and eat your meat. So um, it, now talking about red meat. And yes. um, so is there a more healthy alternative to red meat that's comparable? That's not a meat? Right. Oh, 
Um, <laughs> well, it could have been like an organic kind of meat. I didn't know if you meant meats in general. <laughs> okay, meats. <laughs> um, yes, that is where, again, the complete proteins come in with the dairies and the dairies, the dairy and the eggs, um, more plant-based, um, the soy, the legumes, the plant-based burgers, plant-based products, uh, the meatless products. So yes, there are definitely alternatives um, to eating red meat. And so uh, we, I, we talked about this a little bit, and that's the flavor. And so uh, the plant-based meats, they're good for people that don't want to eat animal products, but mm. I, really, do people really buy into that? Does it taste like the meat that we were talking about? Hamburgers, whatever, but the meat cravings. Are we going to crave those plant-based meats? Okay, well, from experience, I can tell you, I don't crave meat, meat fake meat products. Um, I eat them just when I think, I, you know, I'm, I just want a little change or I'm trying to be healthy or by switching out one of my meat-based meals with a plant-based meal. Um, I don't think it's to a point. Uh, well, okay, people that don't eat meat, that crave meat, this is obviously a very good option for them. But again, just like with red meat, not all plant-based meat products are good. Um, I mean, you have a couple that are in the forefront right now, and they are in the forefront because they keep testing new products, and they've got the funding backed, um, the funding behind them to be able to offer that. Um, and like I said, I've had some, um, like the bun me sandwich with the fake meat. What are we calling it again? Plant-based bun meats. Meat. <laughs> it's so terrible to say fake meat. Um, with the plant-based meat that it's like I wouldn't have even known you know, but there's a lot of different things in a bun me sandwich too. So it obviously would cover it up anyway. <laughs> um, but I, what was the question again? Well, <laughs> you were just talking about the flavor, <laughs> the flavors, but you know what? We can go, we'll move on. Cause you did talk a little bit about that. I earlier. did. Okay. Mm -hmm. As long as we covered it. Okay. Go rewind, go back to the top. You didn't quite get that while we're talking now. So is a balance of plant-based meats and then grass fed beef, is that the solution that we should just eat both? If you're not trying to be a vegetarian. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Again, just switching out one meal a day. Um, you know, you have three meat meals to switch one out with a meatless option. You know, it's just you're, you're really, you're helping the welfare of the animals. You're helping the earth. You're helping you as a person and what you put inside of your body. Um, Could, what about some, um, like off the top of your head yeah. recipes? I know you've talked about bun meat, but what about like the spaghetti with meatballs? Can you have that with a plant-based meat? Oh my gosh, yes, <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so like even with the spaghetti, you can take one of those spiralers. Right. Oh my mm -hmm. goodness, and you can use, what do people use? Don't tell me. Um, like the spaghetti squash, oh, well you squash. don't have to use a spiraler for that, but you could take spaghetti squash, mm -hmm. but it's, I don't think that tastes like noodles, but you can take a spiraler for a, like zucchini. Right. Um, and then the plant-based, you know, like you were talking about earlier, like people, someone was here earlier that was making their own mm -hmm. plant-based meat. I mean, you can play around with that stuff at home as well. You know, beans. I told you earlier that I had these black bean burgers that were so flipping delicious. So yeah, you can crumble that up. Oh my gosh. I'm not kidding. I don't even think, you know, you could test that. Make some spaghetti and meatballs using, um, they have meatless meatballs everywhere. So get some brands. I would not start off with like a not named brand, a known brand, because it's probably not going to be very good. So I would definitely stick, and you can Google, but I would stick with the top two brands, because you can Google that, and those two will come up and try their meatless meatballs, because I'm sure they make them. 
um, make that for people and they wouldn't, you know, you're having dinner over, they would have no idea. Right. What did I just have meatless meatballs? Oh my God, a restaurant in Studio City. (laughs) I could not believe it. It was spaghetti and meatballs actually. Was it? Weird. Okay. And um, it was so delicious. Like I couldn't believe it. The whole thing, all, every single meal that they brought out was vegan. I didn't know that was going to happen. So delicious. So, and it's always how you dress it up too with the sauces and everything that you put around it, but you couldn't really tell. Right. That's great. And that's another thing. Just because something is vegan or meatless doesn't mean it's necessarily healthy. So you also, you still have to be aware Mm -hmm. of what's going in. Don't load it up with ketchup and don't load it up with the mayonnaise or the Thousand Island. Eat it like it's, you know, meant to be eaten. And um, yeah, it's healthier. Uh Uh-uh, that's good. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for your time. And you know it, you did have some great advice and we really appreciate your knowledge. And we look forward to having you on again. But in the meantime, you can get more information on Kim Lyatt. The website is eatenasian.com. I love that. And then some, right? Yes. (laughs) We look forward to your next visit. The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition.